0: Welcome to the Manufacturing Fix podcast. Each episode, we're gonna be talking about a variety of manufacturing hot topics, lessons learned, and industry best practices to help educate listeners on ways they can manufacture smarter. We want everyone to gain a valuable insight, get expert advice, and tangible takeaways. So let's get started. Hello, this is Keith Dybert, and I'm here today with Kelly Ecker uh, from South Dakota Manufacturing Technology Solutions. Kelly, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your organization?
1: Sure, sure. No problem. Um, as he said, my name is Kelly Ecker. Um, I am actually a business advisor with MTS, um, Manufacturing Technology Solutions, and I cover the northeastern part mm-hmm. of the state, um, Aberdeen, Watertown, and parts in between. Um, that doesn't necessarily limit me to uh, the work that I do. I, I can help companies and clients across the state, but that's primarily my geographic location. Our group, South Dakota Manufacturing and Technology Solutions, is what's called an MEP, a Manufacturing Extension Partnership. And we are actually part of an, a national network of 51 MEP centers across the United States and Puerto Rico. So we, um, you know, there's there's one of us in every state, not necessarily by the the same name or the same type of name, but there's an MEP in every state, and and we provide our clients with consulting and training um, based on their unique need for their business, and and based on the number of employees um, within their organization determines the cost of those. Uh, services.
0: So I hear a lot of actor acronyms. But what is training within industry, TWI?
1: Well, um, TWI is actually um, a proven job training methodology. It's designed to help supervisors and team leads with the ability to lead and instruct and improve the methods of their job. So given the challenges of today's skills gap, it's really critical to have a systematic approach to train um, and retrain staff. Um, yet yeah, we hear plenty of myths about twi and I, hopefully i can help dispel some of those few common myths and and set you on a path towards better understanding the the power of twi
0: maybe you could elaborate a little bit more about how it addresses uh, the skills gap crisis
1: sure um, well like i said twi or training within industry essentially is a leadership development program it's designed to provide supervisors and team leads with the ability to lead, instruct, and improve the methods of their job. So TWI consists of standardized programs that teach these essential skills needed by all people responsible for the work of others, regardless of the industry. The TWI focuses on producing safely, quickly, correctly, and conscientiously. The content was actually developed and, and supported by leading specialists and manufacturing companies and union representatives. And these same industry experts identified five needs of a supervisor. Two were knowledge-based, the knowledge of the work and the knowledge of responsibilities, and three were skills-based. And so we, we assume that our our managers and supervisors know the work and know the responsibilities within the company. But these other three, these skills-based, um, give us the job instruction, the job methods, and the job relations. And so a series of 10-hour classes were created for these workplace supervisors aimed at closing those those gaps in these areas. Um, so job instruction training um, is probably the most common, J.I., and it teaches supervisors how to quickly train employees to do the job correctly, safely, and conscientiously, resulting in less scrap, rework, fewer accidents. And less tool and equipment damage, and then there's JR or job relations training, which teaches supervisors how to build positive employee relations, increase cooperation, motivation, effectively, you know, resolve conflicts, and then finally um, JM is job methods training, and that teaches supervisors. How to produce greater quantities of quality products in less time and by making the best use of the, that manpower, machines, and material that's available to them. So, essentially, each of these TWIJ programs has its own four step method, and we're coupling that with a learn by doing philosophy. And um, you may even actually see some other J modules um, in existence but they were mostly developed after after the war um, by other institutions of TWI, so.
0: Okay, so where did this originate, in Japan?
1: Well, actually, no, Keith. Um, While many people believe that TWI originated in Japan, the training within industry programs were originally developed in the United States. Um, In the early 1940s, the United States government formed the Bureau of Training War Manpower Commission to help industry quickly and reliably retrain the workers and wrap up for World War II. Uh, after World War II, the United States government exported the TWI program to Japan to try and help them rebuild their, their peaceful industrial base, also with the goal of preventing World War III. But interestingly, while the United States companies returned to quote-unquote business as usual after the war, the Japanese companies really embraced the TWI teachings in a big way, and that's why many believe that it originated in Japan.
0: So maybe you could tell us a little bit more about how the TWI actually played a significant role in the U.S. historical uh, part of World War II.
1: Sure. So in preparation for joining the World War II, the United States established the, the TWI services in the summer of 1940. The problem was that the United States needed to rapidly increase its industrial output. Um, We weren't in the war yet, but we were, after all, a primary supplier of equipment to the Allied forces of Great Britain and France and even the Soviet Union. At the same time, the industrial manpower was abroad fighting the war. So women had to step up to provide the labor, but they had no experience in the industrial setting. Uh, They didn't know how to weld, mill, drilling. So TWI was born out of the need to rapidly train unskilled workers entering the war production workforce as, you know, the many other uh, skilled laborers went off to war. So fast forward after the war ended, most of the men came back, they took their old jobs, the women back went back to their kitchens per se or their previous life. So during the prosperity of post-war America, the TWI program was actually abandoned for the most part, and it became a faded memory. Um, The TWI services was shut down by the United States government in September of 1945. And then the TWI effort became uh, really a lot smaller. Originally, there was actually um, 16,551 plants that had trained over 1.6 million workers in its heyday. And after everything was all said and done, only a few hundred pledged money to keep the program alive.
0: So so if it played such an important role in World War II, why, why don't we hear more about TWI today?
1: Well, although the training with industry has been around for a long time, you know, just shy of 80 years, there are still many people and many companies who have never heard about it. It's especially fallen under the radar in the United States, which is really ironic because, like I said, it was created in the United States by the United States government and for use by the United States manufacturers. But as such, United States manufacturers are rediscovering TWI, and it's really experiencing a rebirth throughout industry. The J programs, the the JM, the JR, the JI, have a new role for the United States companies looking to implement um, lean manufacturing. So fun fact for you, Keith, uh, TWI job instruction teachings have survived to this day almost completely unchanged. Hard to believe. But the pocket card that's part of the TWI program that's carried around today actually details the four-step method and it's almost identical to the pocket card originally distributed by the United States government in the 1940s. So, lean industries are, are increasingly turning to TWI as a means to emulate Toyota's ability to sustain improvements and achieve standard work. Industries such as healthcare, the construction, the manufacturing, they're reaping these modern day benefits from this proven and recently revived program.
0: So I would guess that if employers are interested in this program, TWI, they'd really want to know something about the benefits to them if they implemented it.
1: Yeah, there's a a wide variety of of benefits. Companies that implement TWI will see both tangible and intangible benefits. Some of these include um, improved morale, increased job satisfaction, You'll see a decrease in training and retraining time, especially for the temporary workers um, that so many companies use to, to augment their their full-time staff. Um, there's fewer accidents and safety incidents. You know, companies will see improved quality, uh, reduction of errors by achieving that standard work across all workers and all shifts. You know, like I said, less scrap and rework, less tool and equipment damage, reduced cost, increased throughput. And, of course, continuous improvement. That's it's important for everyone. And, you know, offsetting the workforce shortage and reducing labor hours is another key, key benefit, along with fewer grievances. And then the ability to get more done with less equipment and manpower. But finally, and probably most importantly, the ability to transfer knowledge from a skilled workforce to, to the unskilled or green workforce, which is really important if you have those long-term employees, you know, that have the that institutional knowledge who are, they have retirement in their sites and you want to grab hold of that knowledge and be able to teach that to the next generation. So employers really need to find a way to take that knowledge and share it. And the job instruction program, the JI, is really um, the best way that that's done.
0: So it sounds like a pretty simple and straightforward program, but does it really work?
1: Of course, yes, it does. And historically, TWI significantly improve the industrial production and and really help allies win the war. And while the ideas date back to the 1940s, they are still really relevant today. Technology, yes, has changed since 1945, since we were in World War II, but the people have not. The methods of TWI still work and they can really help you to improve. It's a key, of course, to have the buy-in from the top. You know, you want to have that supportive leadership if you want to be Successful across the entire enterprise, rather than just you know pockets of success. So that's you know really important to have that buy-in from the top. But TWI or training within the industry has really stood the test of time for for four really simple key reasons. And, and number one, it's it's a simple program. Number two, it uses a blueprinted procedure, a quote unquote, recipe for success. I know you talk a lot about you know following the recipe. If you follow the recipe, you know things will work out. Um, number three, both the trainers and trainees learn by doing in this process, and and. And finally, um, it's passed on by multipliers that that spread the training. So uh, it's just not one person. It's you know kind of a domino effect.
0: So Kelly, could you share with us maybe some specifics related to success things that companies can expect sure. to achieve?
1: So companies adopting the TWI program have noted unprecedented success, including cost savings from productivity improvements, scrap and waste reduction, employee retention, and cost avoidance. However, to absolutely guarantee you that you're gonna see a 25, 50, 75% improvement that extends from one company to the next is really closer to myth and legend than it is to fact because as you well know, companies are all different. The people within them are all different. But what I can show you is a, a, a past history of success where in fact, 25% improvement was seen across the board in many areas. The TWI services mission from the start was to help industries help itself to get more materials than they ever thought possible. Um, Initially, the TWI founders monitored 600 companies to gather data to evaluate the performance. So what we ended up seeing is that 86% of the 600 monitors increased production by at least that 25%. And 100% of those same 600 companies reduced their training time by 25% or more, and 88% reduced labor hours by 25%, and 55% reduced scrap by at least the 25%, and more importantly, 100% reduced grievances by more than 25%. So you take any one of those and and you're seeing success, but you know, all together, that's that really shows you the breadth of TWI.
0: So Kelly, could you share with us maybe a specific example of a success and really what generated this need and desire to implement in World War
1: II? Sure. So many historians actually cite TWI as part of the reasons that the Allies won the war. However, we simply just outproduced the enemy because we quickly, conscientiously, and safely equipped that inexperienced workforce with skills to support the production. So let's take a look at at shipbuilding. So there was a company, Consolidated Steel Corp, Um, In Texas, we're looking at 1945 here, they had over 18,000 employees. And every single supervisor was trained and certified in one or more of these J programs, the job method, job instructions, or job relations. The company attributed these results to TWI. So they increased production by 75%, reduced tool breakage breakage by 75%. They had a reduction in training time by 78%, um, saving in manpower by 45%. There was a reduction in scrap by 69%. And they also reduced accidents by that same 69%. But here's the interesting part. In the two years that followed the Battle of Midway, in which both the United States and the Japanese lost all but two carriers, after that battle was fought, the Japanese shipbuilders launched six carriers. During that same period, the US shipbuilders launched 17 carriers, plus 10 medium carriers and 86 escort carriers.
0: Okay, Kelly, thanks. Uh, you talked to uh, uh, some examples of uh, World War II. how about giving us something specific about today?
1: So virtually all companies that implemented TWI in the last 10 years have experienced impressive results as well. These include a decrease in errors as a result of improved training, reduced changeover times due to improved methods, and an improvement employee morale and engagement by giving employees a method for putting their improvement ideas to practice. As part of an overall lean or continuous improvement strategy, many have seen significant improvements in profitability and operating income. In one case, a 300% improvement in operating income crowned a long list of other results.
0: So Kelly, I I hear people talk sometimes that there's some myths around TWI and how it applies to today's work where they might have longer work cycles. Could you talk about that?
1: Well, probably one of the biggest myths is that TWI does not work for those longer work cycles. Um, For any job that takes a long time to do sometimes we have to train people on jobs that that have many steps or that are really complex in nature and believe it or not keith the method still works when faced with complex jobs one needs to evaluate the job and see how it can be broken down into smaller chunks quite frequently there are what you would call a natural resting point that allows you to train smaller pieces of the job This actually may require you to actually train and allow the learner to learn a small piece at a time, and then you do the rest of the job to keep the production moving. Remember, we can only learn so much at one time, and trying to cram too much learning in at once will only make it harder, not easier, for the employee to learn their job. Um, Actually, I got one other common myth for you, and that's TWI, like lean, many think it's just for the manufacturing industry. And although TWI was initially created for the manufacturing sector, many organizations outside of manufacturing have only really begun to see its relevance. By the end of World War II, many hospitals and healthcare facilities were actually using it to train their nurses and nursing assistants on the proper techniques for administrating medical treatments, using needles, IVs, and, and properly completing housekeeping housekeeping and hygiene procedures. So since the principles taught are universal, TWI can actually be used in any application for which an individual is required to train workers, to perform a task, build and maintain positive employee relations where people are treated um, as individuals, and yet they need to work together as a team, create a productive workplace environment where jobs performed um, need to be the standard way by everybody at every time, Um, improving the ways that these jobs are done. Um, Also, when you need to ensure problem solving is embedded in the daily work. And when you need to embrace a proven approach to sustain that continuous improvement, um, these methods really um, assist with that.
0: Can you talk a little bit more about what types of TWI training that MTS can do for clients?
1: Well, MTS um, can actually provide clients with training in all or one of the J programs, the the job instruction, job methods, or job relations. The the job instruction, like I said before, is probably the, the most popular by far because you're really looking at that standard work piece. So actually, um, MTS recently brought the TWI training in-house we had a third-party provider that had provided that service for us for many many years and and like i said within the last year we we recently brought that um, under our roof and they're providing it by our trainers here at mts
0: so maybe you can share a few more specifics about the the training and how much time and effort that it takes within the company
1: so each of the j programs is actually a 10-hour course Um, you're looking at 10 hours of classroom training and I prefer to, to do that on site at the company um, to minimize the time away from work for the employees that are going through that training. Typically, we do it in, in five consecutive days of two hours of classroom training. And then what I'd like to do is have additional one-on-one time to spend on the floor with the participants as there's some homework per se between the classes and they need assistance and and have additional questions that I can help with and help them pick projects. and. and and whatnot. So that's really kind of the the gist of that.
0: So it sounds like you'd accommodate companies to have them be able to continue production while taking this training.
1: Exactly, exactly. Because that's, you know, the whole point is to actually, you know, get uh, a deeper look at what they're doing and and figure out how to break down that job, how to how to work with the employee and their and their um, team members. And and it's important to do that on site.
0: So, if the listener is interested in learning more about training within industry, how would they get a hold of you?
1: Well, I would invite anybody with any questions to reach out to me. Probably the easiest way is actually to go to our website, sdmanufacturing.com. So that's www.sdmanufacturing.com. And all our contact information is listed on there. You can reach out to me. There's also a contact us page. Um, and like I said, you know, Give us a ring, give us a call, email. And we're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We can be contacted that way as well.
0: All right. Thank you, Kelly, for sharing your time today. Yep. Thank you. This podcast is powered by South Dakota Manufacturing and Technology Solutions, helping South Dakota manufacturers expand their capabilities to grow, innovate, and achieve operational success. For show notes and more information, please visit sdmanufacturing.com.